Welcome to the Resco Radio Talk. Hello listeners, Ivan Stanio here. Today I talk to Jeremy Higgins, founder of H1 AI and a Resco MVP. We discuss Jeremy's beginnings with Microsoft Dynamics, why his projects are usually a success, and why simplicity is the key. Hi, Jeremy. Welcome to the Resco Radio Talk episode. How are you today? Uh, hello, Ivan. I'm great. Thanks for uh, for having me um, on this. I'm down in Orlando, Florida today. Not my home base, but it's pouring rain outside. So uh, this is a nice break from the, the weather that I'm currently sitting in. Yes, yes, and that's uh, I'm 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 really glad that you were able to join me on your time off. I really appreciate it. I have to tell all the listeners that this is your time with your family, and you agreed to to do this show despite of uh, wow. being with all your all your uh, close ones. So really appreciate it. My pleasure. My pleasure. Wouldn't miss it. No worries. Great. So for those of you who don't know Jeremy, Jeremy and uh, I, we know each other for, I think, seven or eight years, it could be, right? That's correct. That is correct. Yeah. So it's a, it's a long time. Uh, and Jeremy's behind a company called Higgins One AI, correct? That's correct. We're, we're Higgins One going through a rebranding of H1 AI, but I respond to either one of those. So that works perfectly. Uh, Jeremy, tell us a little bit more about yourself, where you're based in, uh, who you are. Sure. So so uh, home front for us, uh, for myself, is out of Atlanta. So a little bit north here where, like I said earlier, I'm, I'm down in Orlando this week. Uh, but Atlanta is home and has been home for, uh, uh, ironically, uh, most of the people that are from that area uh, or that live in Atlanta, I should say, of the 7 million, I think only of or 500,000 are from the state of Georgia. So I'm one of the few. Uh, but that's home for me. I grew up there. Um, I, I like to, to tout myself as a failed baseball player. So growing up uh, in university, at some point in time, realized that baseball was not going to be my career and decided to uh, better find a way to pay the bills. And it always had a keen interest in IT, IT and psychology, actually. But uh, figured I'd better do something along those lines. And uh, Fast forwarding to today um, and where you and I actually met uh, almost eight years ago. You're exactly right. Um, when the, the, the company that I started uh, was was founded, and I think it was our second or third project that we had is where we stumbled upon yourself and, and the fabulous team over at Resco. So, yeah, a computer IT geek with uh, a failed baseball career. That's me. Yeah. And you're heavily involved in sports, I know that. And uh, what's really, really inspiring, you also did Ironman, right? Yeah, actually, you know what? Not too far from where I'm located here, uh, there's a race uh, called the Great Floridian. And that was my first and only full Ironman uh, distance uh, triathlon that I did um, several years ago, pre-kids. Uh, but have always enjoyed sports, whether it was baseball, golf, you name it. The team sports when I was younger. Um, but uh, now it's more those individual sports where the team doesn't necessarily rely on the individual, so I can be as uh, aggressive or as lazy as I want. So uh -huh. works out well. That's great. And I follow you on Strava, so I know you're very active. <laughs> Running, biking, yeah. walking, you do it all. That's great. I, I need to do more of it with, to support that eating habit. But, uh, but yeah, <laughs> good to remain active, so I, I try to keep up with you. 
Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh well, you're way ahead. I've never <laughs> done any any triathlon of that of sort. So, so you're an inspiration for sure. Thank you. Fun stuff. Okay. So you always uh, were interested in IT and psychology. So IT, how did you get into dynamics work? Well, Dynamics came um, when we when I first started the company and left industry. Um, so, so a little bit of history there. I had I had done consulting fresh out of university, went into IT, uh, you know, typical enterprise management. So the consulting side was ERP systems, customization and modification uh, of those before jumping on uh, doing some JavaScript development or sorry Java development, and then and into the management side of the equation. Um, just running enterprise systems. So whether it was CRM, ERP, for a medical device company. Um, and when I went off on my own and started the, the business, it was centered around what today and where the one comes from. Um, that one focus was to simplify technology. So kind of taking that psychology side of the equation, <clears throat> what we find is you've got amazing technology out there, software, hardware, you name it. Um, but if it's overly complex, which 99% of the time it is, especially in the business setting, no one's going to use it, right? It doesn't matter if it has all these bells and whistles, if, if no one can intuitively interact with the software or the device, people, human nature is you'll just shut down. So we saw an opportunity because we were experiencing it um, when we would be interviewing vendors or when we were writing the software that in our case was uh, the medical device type and screen blood diagnostics, if it wasn't simple, again, would not be used. So that's how, um, when we started the company, the core focus, that one focus was to simplify technology. And I, and I think backing in and ultimately answering your question on the dynamic side, um, that was a platform that at that time, A, I knew ERP, I knew CRM, and it was a natural fit for me. We had implemented it in our organization when I was in the industry at, at, uh, at a company called Immucor. Um, but it was a natural fit because it was starting that simplification of what typically were overly complex. You, you guys know, being in the industry for the years that you have, you know, these sell cycles just to purchase an ERP, CRM a little bit less. I mean, these were multi-years, right? And then that was just the sales cycle, the implementation where we had done um, seven implementations across Europe, one in Japan. These were multi-year projects, and it was just not necessarily because of the software. Sometimes it's the people and the processes, but uh, it, there was a need there. And that's how we started, and that's where we saw Dynamics being a good fit for, for our, our business in terms of an offering. Mm-hmm. So it's fair to say that you saw a big potential there in Dynamics, kind of having a strong and promising roadmap on both sides, CRM, ERP, and being a fit for a lot of companies? Absolutely. You know, um, again, you, you've got the brand name, which is a given with Microsoft. So so no CIO is going to get fired for, for buying something with the Microsoft brand. But more importantly to us, it was a product uh, platform that we could go in and strip away that over complex system. And back in the day, we were we were dealing with a product called Bond, which is now an import product, and those traditional ERP systems that, again, just just probably the evolution, if you want to think about it from that perspective of enterprise systems. 
uh, it was natural to have that complexity. Um, no, through, through no fault of their own, much of them were quite the same. Uh, but we we could see that Microsoft and that dynamics, you know, with the common data model that they were proposing, that was the wave of the future. And the question was whether they would execute it or not. And that's kind of what started, you know, eight years ago. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, that's great. And uh, I just read a really interesting post by Pierre Hulsebus. I don't know if you know him. He's a black belt from the Dynamics Field Service team. Okay. And he wrote, I think I read it yesterday, that, oh, yeah, several years ago when I was deciding which way to go, I was considering Salesforce versus Dynamics. I chose Dynamics and look, look now, 15 <laughs> years later, or something like that. Look where we got. Right. Right. Uh, dynamics in so many uh, uh, Gartner magic quadrants in the upper right quadrant and so successful global platform, right? Yeah. Really re revolutionizing how, how people uh, and organizations work. That's that's great. Uh, absolutely. And, and that's, you know, uh, selfishly speaking, that's what was a nice surprise or how we got introduced. Right. You know, we were in the middle of an implementation of dynamics um, and we had a need that the platform didn't provide. And that's where we stumbled upon this company called Resco. You know, we, we weren't sure. We didn't know who you guys were. And I, matter of fact, I believe it was a phone call after a couple of emails that I'm talking with you directly. And um, the need, just backing up and, and showing a little bit of, of age here, but we needed a mobile solution to be able to do a sales order entry for this pharmaceutical company up in New Jersey. And it wasn't possible on the Microsoft mobile app. Resco uh, had that capability, but we didn't know anything about you guys. You know, we did our homework and, and somewhat went out on a limb and we thought it would be a, a one-off solution, probably wouldn't do business. We didn't know. And here we are seven and a half, eight years later. And, and I'm proud to say that we've, we've continued the partnership and, and frankly, for us, um, going back to that theme of simplified technology, um, that's why it's a no-brainer for us to be in business with you guys as a partner. Your product and your platform is fantastic. The low-code, no-code kind of concept fits right in with the simplified technology. Um, and, and again, thankfully for us, it's just been a great partnership. That's great to hear. Thank you. And it goes both ways. And I have to say that... Uh... Your company is one of the most skilled Resco Mobility Partner in North America, for sure. Thank you. The amount of projects you have done and the successful rate and the satisfaction rate as well, it's it's way about the, the usual, usual numbers. Thank you. So my question there, why do you think you are so successful when it comes to the implementation of your software? Of the software in general, sorry. You, you, you know, I, I, first of all, like I said, thank you for, for that. Um, I, I think it's it probably goes back to that psychology side of the equation where, you know, we put forth um, in any engagement around that theme of simplifying, we really try to, to, to help our customers um, understand that, that let's not go crazy here let's not try to to do some things that are overly complex we always joke with them and say well we're from the south and we're kind of slow anyway so let's let's not uh, do something that we can't handle you know uh intellectually or, or whatever but but in all seriousness it's it's if we keep that principle um keep the customer um first and even though it may not be the most 
we'll say lengthy engagement, uh, which translates to revenue when you're in the services business, right? That 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 will get repaid to you. Um, we're firm believers, and as a matter of fact, if if you look at our business eight years ago when we started it. Gosh, up until the probably the last year or two, all of our clients were referrals. So word of mouth referrals, um, people that we had done what we felt like was a good project and a successful engagement referred us to other um, friends, you know, colleagues, people within the industry. And and we believe that pays dividends and is the only way to, to operate. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I agree 100 percent. And the word that you keep mentioning, I think, is is really crucial. And I try to really like uh, stress how important it is with every project, and that's simplicity. Yeah, absolutely. and it goes. It's so important for in mobile uh, environment as well. I've seen so many projects who that were just too complex. Yep. The one craziest I, I remember one company uh they were trying to persuade their employees to use the application and it was a mix of everything that you can think of that they tried <laughs> to put into the application. That the cherry on top of the pie was they wanted to have two iframes there, one bringing the weather information and the other one bringing the stock, the latest stock <laughs> information into the mobile CRM application. Oh my right? gosh. Like, yeah, yeah. Just sometimes it's it's crazy. So yeah, simplicity I think is the key. It should do just what it's supposed to do, right? Right. And nothing more. It, it, exactly. Especially at the beginning when you're when people and humans are trying to adopt change and you know, there's a million books, uh, who moved my cheese, right? All these things about change that we look at, it's, it's disruptive. And, and if you try to put too many things into that change, um, it's going to be high chance that you're setting yourself up for failure. And, and, you know, again, going back to the relationship that I think why we've worked well, is that platform that Resco offers allows for, you know, that rapid application development. So, we don't have to get it perfect at the initial launch. We, we need to get it out there, get it in their hands, start that adoption. And we can quickly come back and continue to evolve that product, that solution, that offering. Um, and it, again, it, it, it just lends itself well to that. Keep it simple, keep it simple. And we'll continue to add features as the adoption rate grows. So it, it fits our theme perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One approach that I like uh, about how you your approach, how you do things, it's when you told me like, oh, one company asked us to create, design these these uh, wireframes and put yeah. all the screenshots together. And you told me like, why would I do it there? I just do it right in the Woodford designers, show them how it works. If they like it, perfect, we, we, we've done it. If yep. they don't, I just change it on the go, right? Exactly, exactly. Again, you know, that simplify, simplify, simplify. And, you know, people, all we all come from different backgrounds, whether you're, you know, looking at a project waterfall methodology, which a lot of our medical device companies through the quality standards that they must adhere to with FDA and all that, they hide behind that waterfall mentality. Um, not saying that it's a bad option, but then you got the other extreme of these pure, these agile purists who, you know, just, let's just start, let's just go and we'll figure it out as we go. And the truth is it's a lot of times somewhere in the middle. Um, but again, you, the beauty of your platform is, yeah, we don't need to do um, 
these mock-ups or, or these wireframes. <laughs> Why don't we just give you a working piece of software? Because I can have that to you here in a couple of hours, a couple of days, right? And if you don't like it, we modify and we adjust. But it's um, mm -hmm. there's no need to, to add that extra layer. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, totally true. On your website, I found out that uh, how you... I'm not sure if it's a fair uh, assumption, but I guess that's your methodology and that's the practical technology management. Yep. Yep. Can you tell me a little bit more about it? I guess simplicity is part of it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I bet it's a it's a little bit broader and yeah. Yeah, no, and 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 to that point, you know, that practical that that methodology is rooted in that simplicity. And it sounds cliche and it sounds corny, but like I was saying before, you know, it really it's not easy. It's not easy to to simplify whether it's the process or whether it's the software or the deliverable. It's it's easier said than, than done, right? And and obviously there's the greats, you know, the Steve Jobs of the world and those guys who do it to the nth degree and 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 we're way beyond where we're at. But but that practical uh, management philosophy is really um, trying to hone in that simplicity and where we say, hey, this is a piece of technology. We're going to dumb it down for you, and we're just going to keep it simple. So that practical technology management philosophy is around that. And whether it's doing a mobility project uh, with you guys and your technology or whether it's um, just doing a full-blown dynamics implementation, uh, we try to keep it practical. We try to keep it simple. And, and that's the philosophy that we go through from our methodology. And we'll, we can adapt it if it's, you know, again, if we, if we talk about our medical device, and FDA regulated environments where they have certain requirements that they must adhere to because of those regulatory bodies, we can adjust it to that. But we always, always, always try to, to boil it down and make it practical. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, perfect. I, I like that. And I think it makes a lot of sense. Thank so you. I understand. I understand why this exists now. Yeah, it's it truly, you know, um, if you if you look at any IT projects, the successful ones and the ones that fail, rarely is it because of the technology, right? Rare, rarely is it, it's that. It's typically because of us, the human in, interaction, where where we don't understand where each other's coming from. So again, going back to that psychology side of things, it's the people that tend to mess these things up. Uh, you know, the beauty of software is you can craft it to do almost anything. Um, mm -hmm. but if we can keep it practical and simplify it and run it through a process that we both agree to, uh, we'll, we'll be successful. In Any interesting projects you've been working on recently and you could share with, with us today? You know, I think some of the, the, the most interesting things that we've been working on um, is probably revolving around your uh, your technology around the inspection side. Um, you know, we've we were one of the first, if I'm not mistaken, uh, to, to roll out inspections here in the U.S. market. And it, it was interesting in the sense that we weren't necessarily using maybe the inspections tool the way it was designed or thought that it would be rolled out right uh, at least by uh, the resco crew but um 
what we had with a, a project with the guys down at uh, uh, Southern uh, Toyota Lift was where they wanted to basically digitize their documentation. And so they were using the inspections tool in that process where, you know, the original way was was a, um, you know, PDF document that would be filled out, get lost, get routed and, and disappear. Whereas now we've digitized that through your inspection piece. Uh, an interesting project uh, that that's just continued to evolve because every time they turn around, they're reevaluating their business processes and documentation to see where else can we shove this into the Resco platform. Mm-hmm. And so we just we're in the middle of one right now that is really cool that um, hopefully they're they're fine with me sharing. But it's it's related to around the quoting solution. So we're actually using the implement the inspections tool. Uh, to help them with the quoting process, calculations around the loan values and the different terms that they can offer so that when the rep is there uh, talking to someone, both for their used uh, platform as well as their new uh, uh, the, uh, uh, forklifts is what they these guys are in the market of, um, and how they can improve that process. But nothing that I envision the inspection tool being uh being used as at the time when it was released, but we're we're really leveraging that 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 platform, and 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 I think it's an exciting exciting offering. Yeah, yeah, and that's a great project. And I, again, it starts with great people. I had a chance to meet Jason uh, last year in person from Southern States Toyota Lift. Right, he was with us out at the um, the conference at the Resco Next conference oh. and he he's an amazing person open-minded friendly he he knows what he wants right. he knows what he needs and it's 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 probably a great person to work with uh, absolutely and he like i said again just the the mindset going back to psychology he he comes up with these things that uh, you know from a technology side i'm not necessarily thinking is 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 how it might be a solution, but he'll come, Hey, I, Hey, can we do this, 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 and this? And I'm like, wow, actually, I think we can. And it's a really good partnership and, and we have a great, you know, working relationship there. And it was great to see him out at Resco next. Um, and, you know, I think he did a fantastic job in the discussions that, that he was involved in. Um, and, and speaking of which I'm looking forward to this year's Resco next, assuming we're allowed to uh, participate and go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you about too. Like you, how many Resco Next events have you done? Oh, wow, probably all of the U.S. versions. All of the U.S. for sure. Going back to Boston and Philadelphia, the, the earliest mm-hmm. ones I remember. Um, Atlanta, your home turf. Absolutely, right? was right? definitely so there in there. Atlanta, um, and then of course we were in Rome and we were in Prague, and uh, this year's Budapest. So, and Amsterdam, I think you Amsterdam, did Amsterdam, that's Amsterdam right. too. Forgot about Amsterdam. I almost forgot about that one. I don't know why. Oh, that was a great one. That was probably one of the best. That was one of the best. <laughs> For many reasons. And I ha- <laughs> true, true. <laughs> we keep that discussion for the x-ray that's right, version that's of the right. podcast right? <laughs> and i yeah i have also have to say that you're the resco mvp and you got that recognition at the last one in rome yeah i gotta i gotta tell you that was that was quite a surprise um a pleasant surprise um but but very very uh honored again and, and just just thankful for that um you know we we Anything that we commit to, you know, when we're looking at, we don't, we don't like um, 
we just won't we won't do the halfway we won't we won't halfway do something we try to put a, our full energy and dedication into it otherwise you know listen these guys these clients and, and people today technology services it's not cheap and and we value the, the their time which is money right and so uh when we got involved with you guys even though at first we thought it might be the one-off and we realized wow this is a powerful solution we were 100 percent into it and just dedicated at that time it was just myself uh who was involved in the resco build out and development um and now we've got additional resources on our team that that know the resco product and we're going to continue to invest in it you know um not to sidetrack but when you look at the revenue that our organization has brought in um I, I can honestly say every year resco just continues to move up for us in terms of revenue so we're thankful for that um and and, and we're just going to continue to invest in it so we're looking forward to to the conference again this year and uh covid willing we'll be there if we're allowed into the country <laughs> we'll see so far the the news is we we're officially want to do it yeah but we'll see because uh it's uh it's in november so anything can happen but that's right that's right we'll see and keep everybody posted Fingers crossed. before we wrap it up uh one more thing jeremy and we can't just leave it before looking into a future a little bit yep so how do you see your future your company's future where are you heading well from from our standpoint you know there's three areas of focus for us um inspections the platform like i said that you guys have have brought out recently in the last couple of years is a huge area of focus for us we'll continue to invest in that we see a number of projects that we've even completed in years past that maybe weren't even from a resco perspective that we see inspections being a, a huge uh benefit to them so that's one the second one that we yeah i would love to get your opinion um i need to actually go back and listen to the the the, the podcast you did with ben but the field services migration we see as a huge uh potential um and frankly selfishly speaking we're glad that that separation's happening and and when the reason why let me explain that is you know i think it was confusing going back to that simplicity it was confusing for people who customers specifically do I have Resco or do I have Microsoft? I, an answer was always yes, right? When we were talking about the field service mobility. And so for, for that separation in the next, whatever it is, one to three years, we see as a huge opportunity um, to A, simplify, make it easier for the clients to understand, depending on whatever direction they want to go. If they still want to stay on the Microsoft stack, that's fine. No problem. But, you know, we obviously have a, a vested interest on the Resco side. And so we see that as being our second large kind of path forward uh, in terms of opportunity and ROI. Um, but then the third or, or the third area that we're obviously re very excited about, and I'm going to use the word simplification again, but around AI, right? So as that rebranding of the H1 AI takes place for us, AI, I mean, we did it back in university days, right? And and it was amazing when we were, whether we were doing deep knowledge or deep learning and things of that, but it was still nebulous. It was still very complex for the layperson. And yes, it made sense in, in certain uh, industries, right? No brainer, uh, very powerful. But now we're talking about AI being moved into the, I'll call it more of the common 
uh, whether it's the consumer side or whether it is on the business side. But now that the layperson can start to understand that, we see a huge benefit. You guys are doing some amazing things around the watch and the wearable technology side and AI, right? But we're, we're, we've got a keen area of focus on that as that technology matures, becomes more simple. We, we see a nice uh, uh, ROI and investment in that arena as well. Mm -hmm. Great plans. I like it. I'm a fan. Jeremy, <laughs> Likewise. I think that the future is bright. Uh, can't wait for the COVID to be over or move on to something more, All of it. more normal. Yeah. Uh, and I actually can't wait to, uh, to meet you in person sometimes very soon. So, um, Likewise. so that we can uh, keep this discussion going, but uh, I would like to thank you very much for joining me today. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Evan. I, I appreciate and it. Look forward to talking to you sometime soon. Stay here. Take care. You too, Jeremy. Thank you. Bye.